0: In 1985, Richard Donner, along with writers Chris Columbus and Steven Spielberg, brought to us one of the greatest adventures of our time. It's the story of a group of young kids who take one last adventure together before them and their families have to relocate to other areas. And they go for the search of the treasure for One-Eyed Willie. That's right. We're talking about the Goonies this week. And everybody, when we were younger, wanted to be a Goonie. I still do. So for that, if you want to be a Goonie, repeat after me. I will never betray my goondock friends. We will stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war, good pals like us will stick like tar. In a city or in the country or the forest or the boonies, I am proudly declared a fellow Goonie. Now let's sit back and listen to the show and have a blast. Hope you like it. Hey everybody, this is Chris reminding you to follow us everywhere where you get your favorite podcast. at. We are on iHeartRadio, we are at Amazon Music, Google Music, we are at Anger.fm, which is where we're hosted. Most of all, we are on iTunes and Spotify. Please make sure when you listen to us on iTunes and Spotify to give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. It does help a lot in the ratings. It's very much appreciated. I've also been asked, Hey, how can I help support the show? Well, there's two different ways you can do that. Actually, three. The first two ways are we have on the Anchor.fm site that we're hosted on a button that says Support Podcast. You can there press that button and donate any number of money that you like, whether it be a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, whatever you feel like doing. I've also signed up for Buy Me A Coffee. If you go to the Instagram page for RetroLife for You, there is a link there in the profile where you can buy me a virtual coffee and it's you supporting the podcast and helping us keeping things going. The third and most important way, though, is word of mouth and telling your friends and family about the show and sharing this with everybody. That is a huge help all on its own. Everything you do is appreciated and it will help the podcast go a long, long way. Thanks for being our listeners and supporters. all right everybody welcome back to the show my name is chris adams host of retro life for you glad to have you back this week this week we get a special co-host with us and timmy timmy if you'll say uh, hi to the people here and let them know uh
1: what you do and everything hey, hey everyone uh my name's timmy and i've got an instagram page called back to the 1980s with a z on the end and uh i'm just a huge collector And I share all my stuff that I own. Uh, Got a couple of rooms in my house here. And I just share all that stuff on my Instagram page and just have a lot of fun. Hang out. And definitely check out his page. I I tell him all the time I'm uber jealous of his collection because he's
0: got a ton (laughs) of stuff that I'm like, you know, I could sit here in my room and stare all day and not go anywhere and be happy probably if that was the case. Uh, I don't don't know how you leave the house. I I do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do like. I'm in here and sit down for a while and just sit and look at stuff. It's just fun to look at all this.
0: <laughs> now, I, I know you put these these videos out sometimes on Instagram. I just, I'm just curious. Now, like I seen you put one on one day where you've got the old TV in there to get the feel for, you know, the like you, you'll, you'll turn on the Nintendo sometimes, the NES, and you'll yes. play a little, a little bit of the game where you might put a VHS tape in, start one of the movies. Now, do you actually sit in there and watch the whole movie or just play the game for a while, or do you just make a little quick video for some fun and
1: no, I actually do it. I, I actually sit in here every day, <laughs> something on VCR. Uh, I pop in uh, movies and I've also got a lot of uh, cartoons from the 80s. Every Saturday morning, I'm in here watching a cartoon from the 80s. And hey, that's, uh,
0: There's nothing wrong. With we had the best cartoons, did we not?
1: Oh, we did the best. No. I mean, now, did you grow up where you're at right now? Yes, I grew up here my whole life. So. All right, so
0: so you, I, I'm sure, like me, since I grew up uh, just outside of Nashville, I'm sure that you get the same Saturday morning cartoons I got. Uh, yeah, I know every Saturday morning, I would be camped out in front of the television. It would start if you know, providing I was up in time. I'd get up around seven seven thirty. Yeah, it was, Saturday, it was Saturday, right? And there would be there be the snort. Uh, there'd be the Smurfs. There'd be the Snorks. There would yeah. be. uh I, I, I was a. NBC kind of guys. So would it come to cartoons, so there'd be uh shirt tails. There was out yep. in the chipmunks. There was uh, kid video. Nobody remembers kid video. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Just a- you know, re- really good cartoons. I thought Spider-Man is amazing. Friends was probably my favorite. I waited for that every morning, uh, yeah. every Saturday morning.
1: Yeah. The get along gang. That was a great one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I watched all those cartoons. They were, they were all so good. Loved yeah. it. Yeah,
0: and, and and we had great movies back then, too, in case anybody who watched, watches my show doesn't realize yet. We had great yeah. movies back then. Today, we're going to talk about one of them. Absolutely. Uh, uh, if you notice behind me, if you're watching the video, you can see a picture behind me of we got the Goonies looking at the map there. We're going to talk about the Goonies today. It's one of my all-time favorites from the 80s. It's a little adventure movie for the kids. They go on. They're apparently losing all their houses there to some kind of developer or something like that. I, I believe is what he was. And uh, so they're all going to go on one final adventure together. Yeah, and uh, they decide to go after the treasure of One-Eyed Willie. That's been like a rumor or a, a story to you know just a tale that parents would tell their kids about and stuff. But the main character, Mikey, is you know fully believes in his heart it's real. He wants to go for this treasure. Yeah, and it it started it, it starts off fun right away. I mean that little car chase scene, the jail. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah, and the music is real catchy, too, for it. I mean, it's it's the way it starts off. I mean, I really like it. It's
1: great. Yeah. Um, oh, the music for sure just gets me going. As soon as I hear the music, I'm instantly hooked. And it's such an emotional feeling, too. It just feels good to hear the music.
0: Yes, because I mean, even today at our age, when we, when we think about this, uh, when we if you hear a music, not even that. Not not even just that. Music. Any music from a movie you loved growing up that you could spot right away, it instantly kind of takes you back, and, right. you, start, and you start remembering things from that time frame. Even you know maybe it's something with you and your friends at that age or something that you used to do. Maybe you rode your bikes across town or something with your parents not knowing or yeah. you know time you would spend taking your bike with your friends down to the creek and spending the day at the creek or something of that nature uh these memories just flood back to you and that's what that's one of the reasons why i love doing this show so much because talking about the older movies and tv shows music and everything it just brings back a more fun time in your mind
1: it really does and it was such a fun time like you said go out on adventures with friends we'd hop on our bmx bike and that was our uh freedom that was our transportation
0: mm-hmm. and
1: anywhere we wanted to go and a lot of times i wouldn't come back till the street lights came on
0: that's and what time man, you do to be home yeah
1: that's <laughs> what, yeah. and it's like our parents at that time had no way to get a hold of us unless they knew we were at some friend's house my mom might call and just check on me mm-hmm. uh, see what i'm doing but for the most part they didn't hear from me all day it Was right. just out, out on an adventure and that's why i love the Goonies so much because we actually lived pretty much what the movie was about. I mean, I didn't go into a cave and, and actually find treasure or anything like that. No, but, You know, we, I did go on treasure hunts. I remember going in the woods and we, we would pretend like we were digging up treasure and stuff. And
0: uh, Hey, you never know what you might've found either.
1: That's I right. Mean, you could have yeah.
0: found something for all, you know. Um, and then not only that, but I mean, the staying gone all day, like you mentioned, like, you know, like they would do. Uh, I live not far from the ballpark where we played baseball. We went and practiced in the, the practice field. We'd go there in groups of us and, and get a small game together. Uh, or there'd be an apartment complex nearby where friends would live, where you might've lived in that complex or something and friends came over and you got a bunch of the kids around to play a kickball game outside or a wiffle ball game. Once uh, you said, take a trip out into the woods. If you live close enough to a place where there's paths or trails to get into and, and stuff like that. I mean, then you you, you built your, your forts or your bases yeah. or your – your obstacle is uh, boys obstacle courses that we had to show off you know yeah. oh yeah Stuff like that. Sure. Uh, in, in my case in one apartment complex we lived going down the back side of the apartments and it sloped kind of downhill wasn't a direct downhill just a straight steady slope and it was perfect for racing our bikes down the back of it and it was like an obstacle course for for, for bike races because people had their clotheslines pulled from the to the fence line to the back door they had little, there was little trenches where the dirt had washed out of the backyard area. And if you didn't jump over that little trench, it's going to be a nasty flip.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. so we,
0: all kinds of things to see who'd win, getting to the bottom first, you know, making ramps, jumping with your, with your bikes and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it, the, the whole adventure of the day is just the feel for the Goonies. It's one yes. big adventure in it the is. local area. And that's why it so fun to watch even today. So yeah. I know they've they've kicked around an idea of either a follow up movie or a remake, and I
1: don't know which it is. I've heard that, uh, but uh, now that Rick Donner has passed away, I don't know that it will ever happen. But you know, for to me, I would love to see a part two or something like that. But for to me, they would have to recapture that magic they had back then, and, and I that's don't, gonna be hard to do. It's gonna be hard to do because of technology nowadays. To me, they would have to use the old technology film it the way it was filmed then just to, and and the music would have to be brought in, maybe updated a little bit, but you you got to recapture that magic they had back then. I just don't know that that can happen.
0: I, I don't think it can either. Even if you brought in everybody that we see in my picture here, we got Mikey, we got mouth, we got uh chunk and we <clears throat> got data. Right. You, so you bring them back, you bring uh, uh, Mikey's brother back. Uh, uh, Brand brand yes uh yeah. bring him in bring the girls in bring everybody mm-hmm. back and see if you can make But they're all gonna have kids of their own at this point i and they would probably make it about their kids going on an adventure with the, say they all came together after so many years for a reunion of some sort in some fashion i guess and the kids come with them and they all meet each other for the first time and they yeah. learn about their parents being a little group called the Goonies, you know, the Goonies never say died. Now they're going to have their own adventure while they're there. They've heard about the adventures they took and did. So now the kids are going to do it. But I don't know, like you said, if you could really recapture that feeling because they've already done it with them as, as, kids themselves, how would you make it modern, but still get the same feel to it? Right. I think that's, the, I think that's the problem they ran into with a Christmas story when they did a Christmas story story Yeah, or whatever it was. I think it's what it was called. I like the movie. I like yep. the feel for it. It was the same type style as the original. Yeah, but you still never got that—the feel, the magic of the first one, the way it felt when you
1: watched the first one. Right, and uh-huh. I, I and I almost think when you wait wait a long time to do that, uh, many years go by, everything's changed, uh, and and kids nowadays are not the same as we were. They're definitely not like uh, we were as kids, and no. um, so. I've seen movies in the eighties uh, that I loved the first one. And then there would be uh, a second one come out, but it came out within two or three years, like Karate Kid mm-hmm. and uh, Karate Kid too. I love Karate Kid too. And it still had that magic.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so uh, like Rambo. So uh, if, if Goonies had come out with part two in 87, it probably would have ju- been just as awesome. Yeah. And it would have had that magic. If he I mean, would have had them in their teenage years. I mean, right. why, not? why not? That would have been great exactly um, but I I'm not saying it can't be done because you know Top Gun just recently did Maverick and oh my gosh I'm not wow. gonna get away but that is an awesome movie and they did a great job with that movie they re they recaptured some magic there but
0: to me that's the only movie that came out last year yeah or, exactly you know, yeah yeah uh, there wasn't anything very good that came out for me last year until that hit and I'm like wow
1: yeah that I was and it was great it was one of those you had to see in a theater and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and something I've always said is soundtrack scores and music. That's a big part of the movie to make the movie great. That had to have great music back then. And they always did that. Yes. absolutely. Uh, and I think that's what they did with the Maverick. They had some of the music and they just made it great. I was in the theater watching that and I'm like, I feel like this is 1986 and I'm a teenager all over again, sitting in the theater
0: yeah, I mean, you, you still get a touch of the uh, intro music from the original movie as a part of this one. Uh, yeah. and, and then what else they added with it, I mean, it was just, it all fits fine. And that's the, uh, that's the quality of 80s movies to me. And it carried over into the 90s, but I think it started, they started dialing it back a bit when it comes 90s. Yeah. Um, and now 2000s, you still got some movies that pick up a little bit, like The Hobbit, for example. Not The Hobbit, I'm sorry. Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of the, the the background music for that, the orchestra type feel the, uh, the scores and everything that was great for me. But back right. in the '80s, you got artists that are putting movie you know music to the movies. If yes. you wanted, if you wanted a, a, a soundtrack song, you called Kenny Loggins.
1: It, I was fixed to say Kenny
0: Loggins. <laughs> and the man just instant. I mean, you got Footloose, you got Danger Zone, you got yep. I'm All Right, you got. Yep. Um, Oh, what's the well he he had two or three songs actually in Footloose. Over
1: what the Footloose. Yeah, and Over the Top, Meet Me Halfway. Meet Me Halfway. Uh, he had some on Caddyshack. that's uh, the
0: one that was the I'm Alright song, I believe. I'm Alright, yeah.
1: On Caddyshack. He, he was a genius on that. He he is the soundtrack king of the eighties for sure.
0: Yes. And then you had other ones as well that fit well. Uh we did a show in the first season of this podcast. We were trying to pick out our favorite songs from eighties movies. And that's hard for me to do. I've got an entire. I've got an entire playlist on my Spotify just of movie movie soundtrack songs. Yeah, um,
1: I, I, I've got a ton. I actually own a lot on vinyl album. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I probably could have a hundred top 10 80 songs.
0: It's so easy to do. Um, I now, even even some of the more I don't want to say really obscure or anything. A lot of people, if you ask them, hey, have you ever heard of the 80s movie Breaking or Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo? They're like, what's that? Well, it was yeah. a dance movie back in the day. you know.' But the soundtrack, I'm trying to tell them, it had a good soundtrack, too. You had Shaka Khan on there. Yeah. You had, uh, you had uh, Ollie and Jerry, at the Barclays. You had a, a lot of nice music for that type of movie and everything, and it was really cool sounding, too. Right. Um, and then you got... Like I said, back to the Goonies again. We got Goonies Are Good Enough with Cindy Lauper. That was a big oh. hit. The, and the video oh. she made for it was huge.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: It's great. Yeah, I still remember today. I mean, wrestlers mixed in with it. It was strange. I think Captain Lou was her father, and uh, they had a yeah. couple other wrestlers in for some reason doing some things.
1: Actually, but, on the track on cassette. There you go. And I have it on vinyl. And uh, that's just the soundtrack, but then I also have the score on vinyl also. So there's two different types of soundtrack. There was the score and then there was the actual artist that sung. Right. Right. I love it. Now, in case anybody
0: who's watching this is not 100% up on the Goonies, you you might have watched it a little bit or you've heard, you've seen some clips or something. Because I do have some people that reach out to me sometimes. They're like, you know, I love that time frame. I'm watching more and more things. I'm getting more involved with it. I'm finding good movies I like, but I don't know any people to watch. It was good to watch. You know, and i have always throw these names out there. You know, anything, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Anything Russell Sylvester Stallone, Chuck Doris, yeah. you know, Tom Hanks. You got a lot of people out there. It's got some great 80s movies. But in this movie here, uh, granted, they were kids when it happened. But Sean Astin has gone on to make a lot of great movies in his time, I think. Right. That, yeah. I, well, that I liked. We're not going to say they were Golden Globe winners and stuff like that, you know, Academy Awards. But I, I loved them.
1: A lot of stuff I, you put out. Yeah. uh toy soldiers he did was great yes that's probably one of my other favorites he done
0: yes that and then of course a lot of people today would probably know him more as uh samwise Gamgee from lord of the rings right even even before that like i said toy soldiers um rudy rudy yeah the story of that i mean he had 50 first dates he was in with adam sandler yeah that was hilarious that was
1: that was very to, that movie for him to play that part was very uncharacteristic of him. <laughs> it was. And when he played that, I just loved that part. Oh I mean, gosh! To me, his part was one of the best parts in the movie. <laughs> it was
0: because he's hilarious. He's very yeah, memorable. He he's very memorable, he and and that, that's what that's what makes it good. If you can remember it two years down the road or more, what this guy did in it, it's a yeah. good job.
1: Exactly. Uh, his,
0: the guy that plays his brother in the movie is Josh Brolin, and this I think
1: was Josh wow. Brolin's first movie, was it not? I the think Goonies. it was, and then he went on to do thrashing.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, some people are like Josh Brolin. Are you, are you talking about Thanos? Yeah, the guy that know. snapped his glove. You're talking about him? Yes, we're talking about Thanos himself. He was in the yeah. Goonies. He He's wasn't funny. a. And I don't think he was an official Goonie though, was he? I mean, what he, he was just he was just his brother. He wasn't an official Goonie. I don't
1: think. You know, that's a good question. I've never really thought about that. I haven't. You know, I was I was, I was kicking it around. Huh? No, he he didn't. I was just kicking that around
0: last night with somebody. I Said, hey. You watched Goonies, didn't you? Like, yeah. I said, hey, was uh, Mikey's
1: older brother considered a Goonie? Or just he that's was Mikey's older brother? So we couldn't well, make that, up our minds either. That's a good question because whenever, um, what's the girl's name? Andy, I think. Is it Andy? I'm trying Andy. to remember. Andy. Andy. When they're down there in the well and uh, he's uh Mikey's down there giving his speech about the Goonies and, and she says, but I'm not a Goonie. Mm-hmm. And uh so it could have just been these four right here, the pictures behind you. They may have
0: been, been. You know, yeah. because they they're they're the four friends, and then you've got Andy and Steph, which are the girls. Yeah, of course. Then you've got Brand, which is the older brother. He's right. off in his own thing at his age. He don't hang out with the kids or anything. He's, he's a after with the girl or something, right? Yeah. So that's probably what it is. I imagine yeah. he's probably not officially a goonie, but by movie standards, we'll call him a goonie. Uh, Jeff Cohen played Chunk. Now we don't really see him in anything else after that. He doesn't really pursue acting very much. He is no. instead in uh, I think he's a lawyer. He's a law firm right now. I, yeah. But I think it's he's for a Hollywood. Hollywood. A Hollywood lawyer or something. Yeah, he's a Hollywood Hollywood yeah. lawyer. Yeah. Which he's he's kind of in Hollywood still to this day, but not quite how a lot of people try to stay in Hollywood. He's not really acting or anything. Right. Uh, somebody who, in my opinion, was great when he was younger and just got weirder as he got older. Corey Feldman. I like Corey, I like Corey I like Cory Feldman. I would like it.
1: him. Yeah, Did I you? Got the, yeah, I met him and last year. And I had a couple of vinyl soundtrack albums I wanted him to sign. One was The Goonies, mm-hmm. one was um, License to Drive, and and I had the uh, um, Lost Boys soundtrack. But when I when I walked up to meet him, he just seen he wasn't very very friendly. I guess he gives uh, an aura about him that you don't. He does. To,
0: he doesn't feel approachable.
1: He yeah he wasn't. That's a good word. He was he wasn't very approachable. And my wife asked him a question, and he was just kind of like. His answer wasn't very polite, I guess you could say. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I know he's went through a lot in his life and the stuff he's come out with, but I don't know. If you're going to be in that spotlight and you're going to be there with fans, you think you would present yourself that way.
0: Exactly, and I I had a similar situation earlier this year here in Nashville. We went to – this is totally off topic, which I usually end up going, but uh, you have one up there in Pigeon Forge, uh, uh, Cooter's. I don't know if it's Cooter's Garage or Cooter's Coot- something new. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Cooter's Garage. Cooter's Garage, okay. So, they got the one here in uh Nashville across from the Opryland Hotel and Opry Mills and everything. And we went there because Tom Woolpat was going to be there. I'm a huge Dukes of Hazard fan. Uh, went and had a picture, yeah. Of, of me and uh, two of my friends went and me and one of my other buddies got a picture together with Tom Wolpat by the General Lee. And we were getting back in line to have him sign it, so we're up there getting to sign it. And he signs mine. And my friend, while he signed mine, mentions to him that uh he really likes his movies uh where he plays the sh- uh, the sheriff of a town. And I'm drawing a blank I shouldn't have brought it up, I can't think of it, but there's a town. It, they're, they're kind of recent. There's a part two to just come out for it. Yeah. But uh and he also talked about the the, the oh, Christmas okay. movie him and John Steiner did together. But he told him, he said he he really likes it, but he doesn't have it yet. He's oh, trying to wait till he gets his uh he gets something watched watch on and but 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 Wolpat's answer was kind of short snarky kind of I don't want to say smart aleck it wasn't really smart aleck but it just felt like it was kind of short and snarky like like he was being like I can't believe I'm having to answer this question but you know or say this remark but
1: yeah Yeah. it's just how I felt about it well it's funny you mentioned it's funny you mentioned that because I've heard I've heard other people kind of say that about him too Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping uh I don't think I've told you this but I was asked to be a special guest this year at Hazard Fest. So you did not uh, told me. I saw you posted about it, though. Congratulations on that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I, I put it free. So yeah, thank you. So this this October, I get to be a special guest at Hazard Fest. So I'll be set up and get to hang out with all the Duke's cast and everything, and whoever's there. So I'm hoping that maybe me being there like that, I'm hoping he'll talk to me or be a little nicer. But I don't know. Uh, I've kind of heard those things about him, but we'll see. I'll find I, out. Not
0: I really would like to see the two of them and Catherine Bach together at a, uh, you know, Comic Con Fan Expo, something like that. I would like to yeah. see that, and get a picture with all three of them because everybody right. from Dukes of Hazzard is dying off on us now. Yeah, I know. Uh, I th- we've we've got Rick Hurst and uh, Sonny Schroyer left, along with the the actual Dukes. And I think that's it.
1: Yeah, and uh, Sonny, I think he's the oldest now. I think he's in his eighties. Yeah. yeah. Or he's yeah. definitely,
0: definitely up there. So I would like to be able to see that and get all their autographs and everything. It's just gonna, it's, it's just a challenge though. uh um, yeah. Now, the, the, where where are they having Hazard Fest this year?
1: They're Same having places last year, or are they moving it? Uh, Newport, Cock County Fairgrounds. Okay. Here in Tennessee, so
0: I'm trying to that. Now, is that that's that's not far from you? I'm sure. If I'm no. not so mistaken, that's that's about where it was this past year. Then I think.
1: I think so. Yeah. I didn't. 50 minutes for me or something like that. So, okay, so uh, I'm honored that they asked me to come be a special guest.
0: Well, that's cool though. I mean, uh, that's one of the things that, you know, I mentioned to you before, you know, when I said congratulations, when you hit your, your uh, hundred thousand, wasn't it? You're over a hundred thousand followers. I know now. Yeah. So, uh, that's like, that's like yeah. one of the perks basically, you yeah, know, so- you're on, you're like a, uh, what do they call it? Um, influencer at this point, you know, you got a huge following. So, and you're
1: local, which makes it even better. So you're going to draw local people. Yeah, I get called that an influencer and got a few things happening. And um, Issa Downs is a producer and she, the documentaries, the Life After series. Uh, she's done Life mm-hmm. After Flash and Life After yep. the Navigate, Light of the Navigator. Well, she's doing After A tray, You from the Never Ending Story and she has uh, interviewed me and I'm going to be in the documentary. So, um, she's kind of like a view of it stuff. And so I'm very excited about that. And the is coming out sometime at the beginning of summer. Um, I'm very honored. I get to be in that. It's going to be cool.
0: Uh, it's cool. I, I've been after her for a little while. Actually, we go back and forth a little bit. Um, I'll get in touch with her. She's going to be able to come on the show at some point. And then I remember I had to put it off one time and then she had to put it off another time. So it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a challenge sometimes when you're trying to get people to come on. Uh, but I, one of these days, yeah. we're going to have a right time for I Andy, and, you know, I, I'd be uh, be glad to have her on. She's done some interesting things. She's a really nice lady. Seems to, she definitely yeah, seems to be for first so far. So. But, yeah. So, well, back to this, you know, st- the but cash covers and everything.
1: I said, yeah, I said, uh, uh, my page, I've got to meet some really cool people and interact with celebrities and stuff. It's just been fun. It's been cool. So
0: that's the one thing I've liked about this so far, too. I liked about the podcast, not so much my page, because my page hasn't got there, but the podcast itself has given me the ability and the blessing to be able to talk to other people that I would have normally gotten to talk to. Um, I, I never would in my life thought I would talk right. to someone from a TV, yeah. a TV show that I grew up watching and loving or a movie or uh, until I mean, I, I guess maybe right. I felt I, I felt this was different than doing my previous podcast. The previous was a wrestling podcast. And it was easy to get some of the older wrestlers on to talk to. They're oh, okay, they, they, they like to talk about you know the good old days of wrestling and everything. And it's cool, that's when I grew up and it was fun. So, uh, that yeah. was fairly easy. This has not been as easy, but still, it's been a blessing just the same to talk to some of these people. Um uh, Carrie Green was Andy, that's cool. Now, what else was she in? She was, she was in summer, summer rental, too. Right. Wasn't she. I thought, that, I thought, I was thinking, she now, was what in else? Summer, the, re-
1: think wasn't she in Lucas? Lucas. Lucas? Yeah, Lucas and Summer Rental. That's the two I remember yeah, with, from. Uh, yes. So she, she's got to act with Corey's then. Mm-hmm. Corey Haim and Feldman. Right.
0: And then Martha Plimpton. Because yeah. I think he was play. Lucas.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Corey Haim
0: was Lucas, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. I, I don't, it's been such yeah, a long Corey time since I've seen that movie. Yeah, it's been a while. Now, I always mess his name up. So I'm just going to say Key Kwan. The middle name gets me uh, yeah. every time. Is
1: it Key Hugh I, or Key? Yeah, I'm not good at his name either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I, you know, the only things I remember him from, and I think that I think it was it. I think it was just the Indiana Jones movies and Goonies. That's yeah, Indiana Jones movie.
1: and uh, Goonies. Um, I can't think of anything else, but uh, I know he's recently got into back into acting and stuff like that, and was up for some awards. So I think he's he doing has. Well some,
0: move, some movies got into. It. He's gotten back to it a little bit. Uh, John Matuzak, <laughs> Sloth, everybody's favorite yeah. hero, Sloth. Sloth. How many times yeah. when you were younger did you go around and just yell, Hey, you guys. It <laughs> cracks me up. I'm still doing it. You're still doing it? Okay. <laughs> I still do it. <laughs> oh. Uh, they say yeah, it I took know. several hours of makeup in that chair every day they filmed <laughs> with him to get that thing on. But that they
1: nailed it, though. Yeah, they did a great job. That was his character was funny and Baby Ruth, Baby Ruth,
0: <laughs> Baby <laughs> Ruth, and then it, and, and, and it's like the, all he said watching them when he's in his chair. They said he watched just the pirate movies all the time. That's weird as well. So when he got to the point where we're at the actual pirate ship, yeah, to save him, you know, it's a he's reliving the whole movie he's watched on TV over and over now. Uh And it's a, it's an Arrow Flynn movie. I forget which one oh, movie yeah, it is, sure. but um. That, speaking of that ship, yeah, now, you know they made an actual model of that ship, and nobody wanted it when it was over with.
1: I mean, I know, I, I know it. I that,
0: I'd have to buy. Can you I'd have to buy me a house with a big backyard on purpose just to have it in my backyard?
1: I would. I know it. I would love to have that ship now, but I think they destroyed it. I think they. I don't know if they blew it or just burned it or what they did with it. I, I
0: don't know, but I think they did eventually destroy it because nobody would take it or anything. So. They were like they have nothing to do with that, and I remember hearing um, on another on another podcast, which I think you you listen to them too, uh, on Buzzing the Tower. They were talking about it, and uh, they were like, "Can you imagine nobody wanting that ship?" Yeah, you know, I would take that in a heartbeat. I know. I, just don't, know where I, I don't know where I'd put it, but I'd take it. I'll the be. the Fratelli's, I mean, how funny were the Fratellis? would love to have. Oh yeah, they're hilarious,
1: yeah.
0: and Mama. And for the record, I think we have a delay between us. I just noticed, I, I think I heard myself a little bit. I think we have a delay, so I think that I'm stepping on you sometimes. So I'm sorry if that's happening. I'm not trying to, when you're talking, I'm not trying to step on your conversation when you're talking, but I oh, think that's
1: what's happening. It could be a delay, so.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty trying sure to we uh, have a, a little uh, bit of a step delay. Either. There. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the, the Joe Pantalone. Joe Pantelon- I can't say his name, Panteliano, Or Joe. Joe Pantalon.
1: Joe.
0: Joey Pants. Joey Pants. That's what they call him. Joey Pants. Yeah. Robert (laughs) Davy. Yeah. Robert Davy and Ramsey as mama.
1: (laughs) She was also throw mama from the train, wasn't she? Was. Yep. And I've got that VHS tape. I saw that movie in the theater.
0: I I don't think I saw it in the theater. I waited till it came out on tape and I watched it then. But yeah, it's it was, that was a oh, good okay. one
1: as well. I saw it in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: think that was uh, what was it. Billy was pretty Crystal funny. Yeah, yeah, okay. it was. So this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: For um, I mean, people asking anything about any questions on how, how great it was at the time. Um, the movie itself is an hour and fifty four minutes long. It doesn't feel like it. it. Feels like it goes a lot faster than that and the budget was 19 million estimated for it I but agree. the movie grossed it grossed 64 million worldwide which was quite a bit at that time now i i right. don't know how much over the years it's made but it's it's one of those movies that become like a big fan following after the fact too and it's i'm sure it's made tons of money over the years altogether i often wonder you know some of these movies how we can oh, yeah. if we could tell how much they brought over the years because Last Starfighter I mentioned before did like nineteen million, but I wonder since the time it was released on v h s and over all the years of being on t v and getting the other stuff you know covering for it and everything the the money it's made off of royalties and everything. I wonder how much money over
1: the years these movies have really hauled in oh i i I'm curious about that and and like if the the movie if it came out now it would make more money than it did back then, yeah. Yeah.
0: Sean Astin talked about before when he was asked about the movie and, um, like, well, did you get anything from the movie? Did you take anything from the set to remember it by? And he said he took, uh, he was either took or was allowed to keep the treasure map that was used in the film. But, but his mother, yeah. thinking it was, she thought it was garbage in his room and threw it away.
1: That, that I'd is, be sick that's, over that.
0: Yes, it's crazy. I mean, uh, to think, I mean, the the actual prop from the movie of the tr on you know, the map of the treasure from one I Willie, if that was still in one piece today and he had it, that would have to be worth no telling how much money to a collector mm-hmm. to take and have. And if if I had it, you know, nobody uh, would get it from me for sure.
1: Can you imagine having that now? The I mean, the original one that was in the movie. And yeah, you know, I've heard that story that his mom away and uh do you know his mom is Patty Do?
0: Yes. Mama's Patty Duke. Uh, his father is uh, is it yeah. John? John Aston played uh, Gomez on uh, the Adams Family TV show. Played, um, I think his name right. was Buddy on Night yeah. Court. Yeah, that's pretty wild. That that's his dad. Yeah, that's it's, it's pretty wild. It's cool. He um, uh, <laughs> in uh in Astoria, well they you know they filmed a lot of this in five months in Astoria. But stuff like the cave where the ship was and everything, right. and uh, certain other parts of it were filmed in Burbank, California. They said on set and everything. But in the story where it was filmed, they have named June seventh is officially Goonies Day. There every year they have a celebration for Goonies.
1: That's really cool. And yeah, that's really it is, cool. and I,
0: it is. And I wonder what they do while they're there. You know, I mean, it's like. I'm sure they got some kind of fun and game thing going on, a little small carnival type maybe. But the ultimate thing they have to do for this, if they don't
1: do this, I'd be disappointed. On Goonies Day, they have to have a treasure hunt of some sort. I would think. I mean, you would have to do that. I know that uh, someone just recently bought the house, and I think – I don't know if they're making it a museum or what, but I think they're allowing the public to come see it now. Uh, The previous owners wouldn't let anybody up there. And I I feel Mm -hmm. like a house like that, it needs to be – viewed uh for the public to be able to see it so it's just an icon house
0: yeah there was something about the neighbors also surrounding it didn't want anybody to come by there either
1: yeah i think so but like i say it's it's an iconic house and uh the surrounding areas i want to go and visit the whole area i want to see the thing it'd be really cool to see uh it'd be fun day for me I think the jail, I think you could see the jail. Uh, Well,
0: to see the house would be cool. And to see the area of the beach where they come up at, where the rocks are, where the ship is passing through,
1: I think that would be cool as well. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. That beach is iconic to see, too. Yeah, it would have to be. But, yeah, uh,
0: when they do the thing, I mean, the the adventure they go on, kind of get back on that a little bit again. I mean, following the map to begin with, it takes you to the old, that old restaurant where the Fratellis are at, and they're hiding out, but to get down, I mean, to take the little, uh, where it goes down under where the fireplace is, they hear them come in, they gotta run, get away, the only place to go is down, you know, because they hear water going down and underneath it, and they follow the path from there to see where it leads them to, it it gives you a feeling kind of like of a well, I mean, kind of like an Indiana Jones kind of feel in a sense from the Raiders of the Lost Ark, funny enough. Uh, the right. Booty Traps, or I'm, I'm sorry, the Booty Traps, you know? The Booty Traps. Yeah, the Booty <laughs> Traps that they have that they find out. The The Bats traps, coming yeah. out and everything. The, the piano yeah. thing where you got to play the bones to get through and everything. Uh, yeah, so much fun. I mean, the way it incorporates with the way the town is that day, they're going through and they find what they thought is treasure to begin with, but it's the wishing well when they get yeah. there, where they have their little speech and everything. Uh, and they keep going underground where they're at. The cave actually extends that far, and they keep going deeper into the cave. And, you know, in in, in a sense, I guess if you're a kid, that might be a scary thing for you. You don't know where the cave's going to come out at, if it comes out at all, if you're going to get stuck in there. They can't go back the way they went in because, you know, the booby yeah. traps of the rocks are falling and blocked them off now. Yeah, exactly. Go back that way. Yeah. But, the whole thing, I mean, I think it comes out, it goes across town, it looks like, if you're looking at the map and compare, just thinking in your mind, real life, where it's at. You go past the wishing and Well area, and it goes down into the caverns down by the beach, because that's where it breaks open, and the, and the ship comes out going across the ocean at that point. But, I mean, just picture that kind of adventure you're going on and wondering if you're going to make it out at any point, any time and being scary at first it's it, also got to be a rush
1: of some sort too you know oh yeah for sure that's that would definitely be scary not knowing where you end up at uh but there again you're on an adventure and you're uh falling not that far you know i, I think speech chester copperpot you know look where he ended up he he was dead and they passed him on up you know they got further than he did yeah. so Mikey's giving a speech in the wishing well. Let's let's keep going. Look where we are. You know, Goonies never say. Die. <laughs> I use that all the time. By the way, I say that to everybody.
0: <laughs> I I got that one. I, I do. That I consider one myself I, a Goonie. Right, right. Well, I think we all do in some in some sense. I, I I like to use that when the Goonies never say die. And if uh, if I happen to make a quick catch that no one expects or something like I, I go to drop something. I reach out and snatch uh, snatch it real quick and pull it up and they look at me, I look at them, and I go, it's all in the reflexes. got all love in those reflexes. <laughs> you got you to gotta love those little 80s one-liners. They're still in use today by everybody, you know?
1: Uh they, I know it. They're awesome. <laughs> I love those one-liners.
0: Now, I don't know. Now, in your neck of the woods, there's some uh, old treasure tales as well, back up in the mountains and everything. I've always been told those growing up. Uh There's uh, – supposedly there's a treasure of gold buried up in the mountains there somewhere. They say to some people left behind that they never got to go back and get. I don't know hmm. if you know that tale or not. Um, I would think living I up there, you might've that. heard it, but never heard. Wow. I would think living there, yeah, you would've heard, I heard it before. Now, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's a real legit tale or not. If that's the case, I would think you know, anybody living up there would have heard that a long time ago, but uh we were told, uh, you know, as kids growing up and everything, you look at treasure books and stuff and, you you uh, hear things on, on television and see things and people talking, there was supposedly some kind of a robbery that happened where they had stolen gold from people, you know, back in the hmm. real early days. And they had, had stashed <laughs> it up in the mountains up there, in the Smoky Mountains, but no one knows exactly oh, okay. where. So, wow. And I thought, I'm well, not... that's cool. There's your Goonie yeah, adventure think... right
1: there waiting to happen. I know. I've not heard that. So I'm, I'm going to have to ask my parents, uh, my dad that's lived here. He's a lot to I'm like, Ask him if he's heard that because yeah. wow, that would be interesting if that's the truth. I'd be wanting to be hunting for that. That'd be fun. I,
0: I wouldn't mind knowing if it's real myself, just so I would know, you know, just for just to get it out of the way and know, hey, it was real after all. It really did happen. You know, kind like yeah. of the whole the whole D B Cooper thing, you know, did DB Cooper really jump out and do this right here and everything. People some people say it really happened. Some people say yeah, he didn't really have no money with him or nothing, but he was just getting <laughs> away. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Right. But that would uh, if that's there, then there's your Goonie adventure right there in your neck of the exactly. woods. It might be a little bit further than a bicycle drive.
1: That's what I was thinking. I'll have to drive uh, my truck or something for that. Yeah, yeah, you might <laughs> want
0: well to do that. Take some protection from them bears. You know.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't Actually know how many. Bears.
0: Well, yeah. I don't know how many of them were around at the time when it supposedly happened, but uh, can you imagine though? I mean, the adventure of looking for something is one thing. Okay. Like we see these things on TV with the Oak Island deal with the treasure. And I love that show. Yeah. It's always fun to see what they're going to find if they, if they're finding the gold or something, or they found yeah something that's not really gold, but it's still really old and it was useful. And it's, it's neat to see it pulled up nowadays. Yeah. Uh, I mean, here I am saying that and, I, I find it impressive if I find a wheat penny, in the, you know, from the store or something. Uh, I mean, Right. But still, I mean, the, can you imagine not only doing the adventure of looking for it, but the feeling of finding something like that whenever they get to the ship finally and thinking all of a sudden that the treasure is not real because they found the ship, which is a treasure on its own. Right. Exactly. But, but they're like, you know, where's the gold, Mikey? Where's the gold? Yeah. Where's the it's, gold? It's nowhere to be found, you know? And then one of them trips the booby trap again. I think it was Andy. Uh yeah. And this flat door comes down, and Mouth reads it to him when it says again. And so they pop open the boards up there, and they send Mikey up. Right. And, he's in, and it's in the room with one-eyed Willie and his crew. They're all skeletons, of course, now. But yeah. all the treasure, the gold coins, the the rubies, the diamonds the emeralds the everything it's all up there on the table and surrounding i mean just tons of stuff waiting to pick up yeah i mean i, I can't imagine it, the feeling of finding something like that
1: yeah that was an amazing scene and uh what an adventure that was and um and and, and then you remember the one part where it shows the scale and it's like um uh, was oh, it mouth? One of them was reaching for it and Mikey said, no, that's Willie's so leave that for Willie. Yeah. And it's like, how does Mikey know this, you know, and, and the other, they don't, they were just going to get it, but Mikey knew it somehow. You know? I think
0: it's a respect thing with Mikey and one-eyed Willie that he looks at. Yeah, like it could be because he's like, you know, I found you. You didn't think I'd do it, but I found you, you know? Yeah. He, he beat him. Yeah. I beat you. You know, I, I found everything. And, but at the same time, He's respectful enough to leave his alone and not touch his, right. but take everything else. Yeah. And so I think it's just a respect thing between him and, you know, his, 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 his skeleton sitting there. Not, I don't think knowing that there was a trap involved with, I think it's just, a, like I said, just a respect deal. Now when the Fratelli's get there, you know, they don't care. They're taking everybody's stuff. Right. So they go to take his and it releases some kind of a right. weight triggered booby trap and, sets things off going from there. But um, yeah, I I remember watching this for the first – to this day, watching it for the first time and remembering what it was like, you know, for me thinking as a kid how cool it would be to find something like that. And then, well, they lost it when the Fratellis got there. So they found it, but they don't have it no more, you know. It's no good. They lost everything. But they got out alive, though, and they're up there on the beach. But then when you see – the was it Rosalita I think her name yeah was. Rosalita <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I'm I'm getting the visual of mouth walking her around trans yeah I know it <laughs> um, funny. this is where the drugs are kept yeah <laughs> you know? yeah and this is the yeah. torture room over here
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're gonna
0: lock her up if she don't do what they say <laughs> right <laughs> but she's trying to figure out how to tell them not to sign the paper because she's looking yeah. in the marble bag and they kind of find if you remember he had dumped his marbles yeah. out and loaded it full of gems. So now all the all the jewels, you know, yeah. All the money they ever need to save the town and save the day is right there in the bag and you know, that saves yeah. the day and they don't have to move no more or anything. So Right. It's one of those just one of them good feeling kind of deals where it is. I don't know. It's like I don't know if you've ever done this before. I think everybody's practically done this at one point, but we don't have obviously adventures where we can find pirate gold and everything, but we do have this little thing called the Powerball. And a lot of people play the Powerball and they're like, Oh, if I win this money, this is what I'm gonna do with it. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna buy that. And yeah. Oh, don't worry, I'll take care of you too. You're gonna get a little something out of it. I'll take care of you, <laughs> you know. All my friends will be taken care of, all my family, yeah. and we're just rattling it all off. And I'm thinking, you know. How actually cool it would be if you come across something like that. So, uh Yeah. Back to what I told you earlier about the supposed thing that happened in the mountains and everything. i who knows how much that gold would be worth today. Exactly. With what's with what's in there. I mean, how how much gold is it? Is it gold bars? Is it gold coins? Is it just gold nuggets? Is it more than just gold? Was there old money stuck in there with it? I mean, I'd, the old money probably wouldn't be worth the hoot anymore. It's probably deteriorated, but the gold would still last. Was there more than just gold? Yeah. Silver? Was there gems of any kind? Who knows what was all included in it? And that just to be out there and come across that for whatever reason. Because, you know, weather changes things over time. So if they had buried it or wow. put it in a cave somewhere there, because there's caves up in the mountains up there in places. If they had dumped it in places like that, oh yeah. Who knows? The cave may have been caved in and you're not gonna see it, you know, years later, hundred years or two hundred years later, it's finally weathered down some to where something starts sticking out of the ground and you're walking through there and you see this bit of a chest of some sort just sticking up out of the ground. So you go to dig yeah. the rest of the way up and you pull it out, and lo and behold, gold bullion, gold bars. I'm a, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't know what to do, man. I'd have a heart attack it's on the spot.
1: That's a very interesting story. I I need to find out if that's the true truth around here. If that really happened, because that that would be fun, a, a fun adventure to try. Of course, they probably did it in some area back back then, and 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 nowadays it's probably off limits or something by state parks or government or something like that. And, yeah, totally you know what I mean? Me. I,
0: I used to have a metal detector, and really I love I love I love doing that stuff. Metal detecting it was fun. Oh yeah, I had, I had one for. Um, you know, regular ground. I had one for beach because you know, beach you have to have something that will eliminate some of the stuff in the sand, or else it goes off constantly. But yeah. uh, that's always fun, and I always wanted to go into some of the areas, like some of the parks and stuff, because in the parks, those are places where they say some uh, battles happen in some yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, well, maybe I can find some can you know some <clears throat> some pins or something, or belt buckles, or you know, cannonballs or Stuff like it would be cool to find or something. Uh You never know what you might pull up out of there. But they won't yeah. let you do any detecting in the parks at all.
1: I so, know. So, I don't know why. Either. To me, that would be fun. You'd think that they would want that stuff to be found.
0: You, you know, it's history. You would think. But they say that people coming in, uh, especially big-time people coming in, tear things up. They dig things up and don't don't take care of their, what they dug up. They don't fill their holes in. Yeah. They're not very professional about it. And if anybody ever allows you to go on their property and metal detect, it's your responsibility to fill in the holes that you dig up and you try to be re- kind of respectful with the hole that you dig. Uh, you, there's a way of digging up a divot and turning it back over in the ground where you don't lose much and right. packing it back down. And it's good. Um so, I mean, always be respectful and fill the hole back in, so they'll let you come back again another day if you want to. But a lot sure. of people don't do that, and on the on the on the larger end of it, especially if they come, to, <clears throat> they want to come in with machinery. Well, now you're talking about destroying areas of the park, and they're not going to let that uh- happen. So, do you turn around and let the small time guy no. come in, but not the big time guy? So they're just going to tell everybody, "No, I'm sorry, you can't come in." Yeah, you said you had something you wanted to show that you had done, a project uh, you did. Uh, Do you want to...
1: Yeah, I can flip my camera around uh, right here and show you guys. Okay. All right. Can you see it?
0: I can see it. It's showing on camera right now.
1: You there? Yes. Okay. Okay, so first, um, I made the data, or data, his backpack. and um, That's cool looking. So yeah I, so they originally made one of these there's a few of these around and i saw one on ebay in the last 10 years very very rare and it was it was very expensive so they actually made these back in the 80s but they didn't make very many and so when i saw that i decided to make my own and so this is custom made by back to the 1980s There <laughs> hey, you go that's a good job one too man yeah. thank you and then uh of course I've always been fascinated with BMX and, uh, the one that Mikey wrote in the movie is an 81 AMF Hawk. That's the brand of the bike. And uh, I searched and searched for one and couldn't find one. So, uh, I went on to the BMX museum and put on there that I wanted to buy one. Well, a guy in California had this one and it didn't look nothing like this. It was just the frame fork and handlebars and the seat post. And, uh, it was rusted out. It didn't even have any paint left on it, and it was, just a, it was just a bike. It wasn't from the Goonies or anything, but it was an 81 AMF Hawk. So I bought it, and I restored it, and I, I painted it just like the colors uh, uh, from the one that Mikey wrote in the movie. And then uh, I even got the red grips. And the only thing I did was add some stickers, some decals. His didn't have that, but I wanted people to know what this was from. Right. And then, of course, the wheels, the wheels I had to buy separately. And these are identical to the one that's on uh, the bike that he rode. And these are Lester mags. And I believe it or not, they're from the 80s, but I got them new old stock that nobody had ever used them. And so uh, I was able to paint these up. So, yeah. That's my bike, and I hope to one day meet some of the cast, especially Mikey, and get his autograph on it somewhere. I think that would be really, really cool. Yeah.
0: Now, I don't know how far you're willing to travel,
1: but I think they're
0: either coming to Atlanta this year or maybe they just came from Atlanta. Oh, okay. There was a Comic-Con there, and it was a Lord of the Rings thing where they had all ones, all the Hobbits. They had, they had uh, Sean Astin. They had... Uh, yeah. Billy Boyd, um, Dominic Monaghan, and
1: why I can't think of Frodo's name. Oh, uh, Sean Aston? No, oh, Frodo. Frodo. Frodo, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I can't think of it either. <laughs>
0: wow. Him, though. All four of them were there, or, or they're, they're either there or going to be there. I forget which it was. They either right. just, It's either just passed or it's coming up. Okay. So, uh, ch- so check out Atlanta to be
1: about a four hours or about three or four hour drive for you, I think. Right. Yeah. And if but you're it, if you're
0: willing to make the trip with it, that might be a, a thing to do.
1: Yeah. Or just, I could just take maybe the handlebars or something off. Right. Goes off and just get them to autograph the handlebars. And of course, if they did that, I would uh, probably, I'd make sure to protect it where nothing smeared it. But, uh, and over here I've got my Goonies wall.
0: That's some cool right there. Now, is that, are those, all those figures hanging around the poster?
1: Yes. Now, I love collecting just all original stuff from the 80s. However, they didn't make these action figures in the 80s. So, uh, these are reaction figures. And Yeah. And then I've got uh, Mikey right here and Data. And then over here, we got... Chunk? Does he come equipped Trump with a Trump slice Trump. of pizza? <laughs> sloth. <laughs> no, he doesn't have the. He's actually got a. Looks like he's got a knife. I think that's a knife. Yeah, I can't. It's hard to tell what that is. I can't tell. Yeah, and then we got sloth, and then of course the original VHS movie. Uh, now this is really cool, right here. I want to show you. Let me turn the camera sideways where you can see it better. That is uh, an original movie poster from 1985 Nabisco. And it's, that's, tell me how iconic that scene is. Baby Ruth and him. Yeah. Chunk feeding sloth.
0: Right. When they're, they're they're locked yeah. up together down there. He's still in the chains.
1: Right. Yeah. So I that's think great. that's a really cool poster to have. I'm, I am I don't think there's many of those posters around. So I lucked up when I got that one.
0: Could It's definitely cool though.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, I've got some other Goonies items here. And I made these. Pinchers of Peril. Uh, everybody always... It sounds like he says Pinchers of pow But um, when you really research it, it, says Pinchers of Peril. That's what yeah. they're called.
0: I always thought he said Pinchers of Power. That's, that's what, what, I what I thought. Yeah, I that's thought what
1: I thought it was.
0: But it's not. Yeah. Right.
1: It's Pinchers of Peril. So, um, and of course, I've made... Uh, i made the Goonies map right here. This opens up um, and then got to have the triple stone. Love having that. Now, how, how did you make the map? There was actually a program. Let me see if I can get this and lay it out here. There was actually a program online that I found and uh, I was able to uh, print it out. Now, okay. I got I got map paper. Mm hmm. And uh, I cut it out myself and it's one, it's two sided, but it's pretty That's accurate and detailed. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, here's the back of it where it has the music notes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's right down to the i uh, I've though. actually got one. In, yeah. And then even right here, I'm trying to get to it um, in the, in my living room, I made a bigger one, but see it, when you put it together, it does that right, so yeah, in the li- in my living room, which is my movie room, I've got a bigger one it, it takes up a pretty good section in my wall that I made, so that's just kind of like a small map, but uh,
0: I, yeah, I had completely forgotten they made a NES game with them. I' had completely forgotten about that. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've I played that game a lot of times I put that stuff in like I told you. And uh, I actually play this stuff. I watch the the VHS tapes every time I put those in. So I'm I'm real with, with real with you guys. This is what I do.
0: <laughs> oh no! I, and I once again, I encourage everybody out there who's listening to this or watching this, whichever way it goes, go to and you know back to the 1980s with the Z at the end, not an S. That's where I, I messed up the first time around. <laughs> Back to the nineteen eighties, though. I mean, lots of pictures on there, lots of videos. Of him walking through his room there, plus I think it's a garage. You got you got stuff in. Uh, you yes. can even see, they can even see you on a video, actually on Netflix if they still play that. Uh,
1: yes. there's a
0: season of what was the show called again?
1: It is called Swap Shop. Swap and, Shop. Uh, season one, episode four.
0: There was a video game they wanted to come look at you had, and I, forgot, I, I don't remember Defender. if it was, uh, def- I was going to say Gallagher but Defender, okay. Yeah, it was Defender. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you end up showing off some of your other stuff with them and everything that you got in right. the room, and the guys are there drooling and everything like everybody usually does when they get to see. Uh, yeah. it, it, was, it was a good episode. And, and Like I said, though, you get to see all these things a lot on his uh, Instagram site, so if you're interested in collectibles, especially from that time frame, uh, he's got so many cool things, not just Goonies, but movie-related. Back to the Future. He's got 18. You've got a lot of different vehicles and stuff in that time frame. Knight Rider, Magnum PI, even things you wouldn't expect to see, like you know TC's van or the helicopter or yeah, yeah. It's not not just the Ferrari Magnum drove. I mean, you you get pretty pretty down, uh, you know, pretty detailed with your collection of things you do down to the point where you made your own Automan car. Yes, you know, <laughs> which was. Which is pretty cool. I mean it's 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 hard to nail that that look, that feel for it. Right. But and a lot of people are like, his what? Is that auto who? Yeah, there's a TV show called Auto Man people back in the day. Auto man yeah. he, he he a little cursor would come out of his pocket <laughs> yeah. and it would make a car or a helicopter, yeah or whatever he needed. It would make it for him. And it yeah. was cool. It was and it was, it's
1: based off the the movie Tron. It, I think the producers of Tron t- tried with a TV show. Yeah, uh, and and, that's, and that's it, the exact
0: feel you get from it is Tron.
1: Yeah, and people loved it. It's just and it it did really well, even though it lasted almost a season, but it was just too expensive to make at the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean it was
0: kind of ahead of its time a
1: little bit. It was sure. a he- definitely ahead of its time. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I love to collect all that stuff, TV shows and all that stuff you mentioned from t- my TV shows and movies and cartoons. cartoons. Yeah, yeah. I love to, yeah. I love collecting all that stuff.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'm not going to give too much more of it away, but go ahead and check him out. Check his page out look at his collection. Timmy, I said we're going to try not to keep you on here long. We're on the hour mark, man. That hour flew by. Yeah, it did. I didn't, I, I didn't really realize we are sitting on exactly an an hour <laughs> and counting down seconds as we speak. Uh, so uh, I'll go ahead and uh, end the show here. I want to thank you for coming on and spending the hour with us this week and talking about The Goonies, man. Such a great, wonderful movie. And love uh, movie. I, I I love just reminiscing with people who really enjoy these things. And It's been a blast talking with you.
1: Thank you. And I appreciate you having me on the show. The Goonies is my all-time number one favorite movie uh, with Back to the Future close second and then E.T.'s right there with it. Uh, but uh, I do appreciate you having me on the show and it's been fun. Thank you.
0: All right. Well, thank you for coming and for all of you out there listening as usual, you know where to find us at. We're all places where you get your uh, downloads at for your uh, podcast. We're also on YouTube. Now, not all videos make the YouTube, but quite a few of them do, but we're always going to be an audio there. So iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh Gosh, Google Music, Google Play, whatever it's called, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio—we're pretty much everywhere these days. Uh, just reach out, subscribe to us, follow us, if you will. When you're done listening to the episode, do me a huge favor, leave me a rating and a review. It really helps me in the ratings there with the uh, platform that I'm on and gets me noticed. So I really appreciate that. Uh, in the meantime, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we'll see you guys next week. Jimmy, once again, thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Have a good one. Have a good one.